When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Good morning, Key. Good morning, Jay. It's a frustrating morning. It's a frustrating morning, Max. Because? And, uh, yeah, well, I just got to, you know, I got to lead to the question. Like, I find myself torn because there are so many times in LeBron James's career in which I didn't want him to make the right play. I wanted him to make the play uh. that the game or the moment was worth him making. But sometimes that meant him forcing action. That's what we applauded from Michael Jordan. That's what we applauded from Kobe Bryant to take destiny into your own hands, take fate into your own hands, and make it happen. But I will tell you last night off an atrocious sidelines out of bounds play that Darvin Ham drew up. We can get into that later. It was a bad play. There was no space for LeBron to do his thing. But AD was butt naked right there on the side wing. And you want LeBron to make the right play, but I also want him to make just the play in general. I find myself between both worlds. I don't know. How do you guys see it? Should he have kicked the ball out to AD? Because AD would have had a wide open three you said, guys. You, you said on the side wing. You mean behind him at the top of the key? At the top, I, said, right? si- the, I said sideline out of bounds play that Darvin Ham drew up, but he drove the ball towards the, I, I guess, towards, like, the left elbow, right? And you, mean you, last play, at, you mean the last play at the end of the game? Mm-hmm. Last play at the end of the game. Four seconds the left, right, yep. Yeah. If you look at the right side of the court, AD is wide open. It's a kick out with two seconds left to go. Knock down three. AD behind him. AD, literally, LeBron has, the, when you drive the ball in your left hand and you see the double team coming from Jamal Murray, you yeah. have a decision to make. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. can you typically you typically the, the right response is to look cross court. Cause that means you have spacing on the opposite side. You have one, two, three, three players on one side of the floor. You have four defenders on the left side of the floor. That means you have one defender covering two on the opposite side. Basketball IQ vision, any guard knows that. Especially for a guard the caliber of LeBron James. If you were to kick, look up, take your head up, skit. You have AD right on the opposite side of the court, wide open. No, I really? I, I I know the play. I just I was wondering which play you were actually talking about. The now last that play I know, game. and there's clarity there, I thought he could have possibly kicked, but I also felt like AD may have not gotten a shot off based on the, the ticks in the seconds, and then because he was crowded by three people collapsed on him, where was the window? to throw it back at like where, you know what I'm saying? Like he wouldn't have had the, the, the force to be able to get it back there with all those three crowding. Him. But you've done it so many years in your career, both in college and the pros. Hell, you know better than I do. It looked like it, but I don't know about the clock, Jay. Jay, I got to say, you raise such an interesting question. I think you could write a book about this moment. I'm not even kidding about that. that do, we, do we, do where, 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 where do we have, I want to see it on our screen. Um, Here, I'm telling you, because uh, I've seen Braun do this before. By the way, 
even as a smaller guard. It, it's like this is the kind of stuff that defines LeBron James's career, right? Like these type of moments. And I, I, I feel for him because you're constantly, Max, as you and I have talked about, you and I, when we're in the studio almost every other day, this MJ, LeBron James thing comes up, right? Regardless of who's right or who's wrong. It's these type of moments, though, where it's like MJ found ways to score, right? But, like, we criticized LeBron earlier because he didn't force the action. He didn't make it about, no, like, by any means necessary, you scored a bucket. Like, he made the right plays. He, and Jay, then- Jay, everything you're saying is fascinating. And I literally, given the culture of hero ball that grew up around uh, Michael Jordan and how much LeBron changed that culture in certain ways – It is a fascinating question. Should he have kicked or should he have tried to score? Of course, Jordan kicked several times in crucial situations in the finals, but the difference was he was involved in a team structure with the same coach and consistency with role players he trusted over time, whereas LeBron has gone from team to team and they've thrown rosters together. So it brings up even that. That is an unbelievably interesting question. We could do a whole show on it. Max, I got, I got to ask a former player this. Corey, Corey yes. Brewer, I know you're with us right now. CB, in that moment, like, what do you, what do you think Braun should have done? Like, obviously we're being, you know, a Tuesday morning quarterback. But, like, looking back on the totality, what do you think should, LeBron should have done? When I seen it in, you know, real time, I was thinking, you know, LeBron go score the ball. But once you just replayed it like three or four times – yeah, the hook pass was open back to AD. But that's uh, that's a tough play right there. Everybody's always killing LeBron, killing LeBron about not shooting the ball. Then when he does shoot the ball, now we're talking about he should have passed it. I know. That's um, it, it can go both. It can go both ways. But for, for me, I'm like LeBron always makes the right play. Come on, what he's done, he's the greatest player of all time. If 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 you want to argue about it, I'm still always gonna be an MJ fan because I grew up in the MJ era. But for these young guys, they're always gonna say LeBron. So See, for me on that play, it's it's his choice. He made a choice. He just it just didn't go through. Yeah, Corey, when 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 I look at it and I think about it from LeBron's standpoint, at that moment in time, though, he probably could have kicked back to AD. It would have been somewhat of a cross court sort of kind of pass to a degree. But did he at that moment though? Did he feel like, man, I can't trust these dudes. I'm just gonna go yeah, out on my own. That too. What was you the know, shot clock at even? You, you you see what I'm saying, CB? Or the time yeah, I feel like it, it was he, the way he'd been playing that game. You know, he came out, got 31 in the first half. He was trying to take his team to another game, to game five. And for him, it was, I got to go score this basketball. I got to go win the game for my team. And it just didn't work out. And we can look at it however we want. LeBron James gave it, gave it his all. 100%. And, and also, there are four seconds left in the game when they inbounds, right? Like, I, I don't know what his running time, but to make the pass successfully crisp enough, you know, AD's open, plus he has to hit the shot, the whole thing. Uh, and it was it would a have been one dribble, play. One dribble, maybe two. Yeah. But see, Corey, Corey, it's not about – I'm not trying to lean into this narrative of, you know, it's always the opposite. We're asking LeBron James to do this more. I just think it's – for any player like how these moments, especially for LeBron, have followed him, right? Like it's these same conversations have followed him for most of his career. And then like at this moment where like – and I said it, like the first thing I said up the top, Corey, I was like, yo, I wanted to see LeBron punish somebody. But you when you watch the replay though, CB, literally like Jamal just 
He's like, yo, I'm off Rui. I got it. So as soon as LeBron has that one dribble, he kind of has his head down. Yeah. But Jamal right there, though. You know what I mean? So, like, that one dribble kick, it, it could have been. It's just funny how the theme follows it. That's what I hate it for him, though. You know? But it's it's what basketball is. Yeah. That's true. Like, right there on the one dribble, it has to be out of his hand if he willing to go back to AD. Because everybody came. Yeah. Or Rui's there. But it's. It's got to be, he got to make a decision. Like, I'm going to pass his ball. But I think he made his mind up. He's like, I'm going to win the game. And when you make your mind up, that's, you know, you know how basketball is fast, Jay. When you, when you go off, that's, you got to make a play. And his play was, I'm going to score. And everybody, they collapsed. Denver did a great job. Um, Aaron Gordon was right there on the side. Jamal Murray came. You can even see Jokic coming. Everybody's coming. <laughs> yeah, right. The point guard has his hand on the ball. The power forward who can jump out the gym. Jumps up to block the shot. Yeah. The center is there under the basket. Like that's a, yeah. that, but that's the, the play design is no good. Yeah, that that's it was no. It, he didn't have a lot of space because the corner was filled. When the corner is filled, that's how. That's why Mary was right there. Hey, CP, Corey, that's why I said though before, real quick though, Corey. I'm sorry, Key. No, like, go ahead, why, why, why would you? Why would you put Dennis Schroeder in that corner? Like if 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 the play design was like LeBron on like essentially a curl towards that same corner, in which you're having the sideline out of bounds. Like why wouldn't you just empty out that space, and just have like if Austin Reeves inbounds, have him sprint down to the corner. He's more of a, a certified shooter than Dennis Schroeder is, and then then it's not as crowded. The, the play design was fascinating. Yeah. I, I don't understand it. Yeah, I don't, I'm not gonna say the play design was bad. It's just. The placement of the players, because you're right. Like, if you put a shooter in that corner, shooter, Jamal Murray can't help. If Jamal Murray does help, I'm 100% sure LeBron's going to hit the shooter in the corner. Mm. Corey Ruhr, 2011 NBA champion, New Orleans Pelicans player, development coach, joining us this morning, Keyshawn J. Will and Max. Corey, uh, my good buddy, my good friend uh, in J. Will has been an unofficial cheerleader for the Denver Nuggets all year long. And... um, He's been trying to tell us. How surprising was it to you that they brought out the broom on the Lakers? Um, it was really surprising that it was a sweep just because um, when you got LeBron James and Anthony Davis, it's hard to see them getting swept. But um, Denver's been good all year. If people really watch basketball, the way Jokic has been playing, Jamal Murray's playing back at a high level, and you didn't, their pieces around them, they just know where they fit in. Like, Aaron Gordon's been guarding everybody all playoffs. And, you know, he's underrated as a defender. And he's so big, and they got big wings. So they're able to play a certain style, and they're able to protect Jokic. And then on the offensive end, they just move that basketball, and they all just play. And when they get Jokic gets the ball, he makes plays, and they're winning games. Yo, Corey, um, I know we have the Celtics and the Heat tonight. He a chance at home to close this thing out in another sweep, which is crazy. I can't remember the last time that's happened. Eastern Conference and Western Conference Finals, two sweeps. Is it safe to say, do the Miami Heat, and I know this is, might be tough for you, but from a player develop, development standpoint, what they've been able to do with these cast of players, uh, how incredible is it to see what they've been able to accomplish? Man, it's been great. Just um, like you said, as a player development guy, just – watching how they develop their young guys, their undrafted guys, just their whole team. Everybody's getting better. You know, all those guys, when they when they got to Miami, they were, you know, they were all decent players, but now they're all really good players. And they're putting themselves in position to have a chance. And that's what it's all about. You're trying to win championships. And so they did a great job over there. Corey Brewer, 2011 
NBA champion, New Orleans Pelicans player development coach. You can be playing in the big three again. What should fans expect? Uh, it should be fun this year. You know, last year, um, it was my first year playing. It was a little different. Three-on-three basketball is a lot different than playing five-on-five. You know, for me, I'm a transition guy, so I had to figure the game out a little bit. But um, I think this year, this season, I'm going to give them a lot to cheer about. And, you know, me and Gerald Green, we're going to be on the same team. That's, you know, that's a high-flying dude, so I love playing with him. Thank you, Corey. Good talking to you. Oh, yeah. Appreciate it, folks. All right, Corey. Good luck, brother. All right. Hey Jay, yeah. Can you play in three on three? Nah, nah. Pass. You couldn't. You couldn't do it. I mean, I could play three on three, but I, I ain't trying to do that. The no, born I'm supremacy. Could you, though, I'm just asking, could you? I'm yeah, not saying you could, want to. Yeah, I just played two on two with you. What a year ago. Yeah, that's different though. That's fake two on two. That's one on one with you. A <laughs> <laughs> one on two, better yet, with you. Hold yeah, on, so hold I, on, hold on. Did you just equate? Playing two-on-two against Bart Scott and Alan Hahn to playing in the big three against former NBA players? Jay, is that what no, you just key, did? Key, no, I, I just said to Key that I can't, I can't do that. I wouldn't do that. And then he just asked me in general if I could just play three-on-three. That's what I thought he asked me. Yeah, I did. And then yeah. you said – Yeah, but what Nuno played, is saying you, is that you – Wait, Max, let me finish up. Then you said I played two-on-two with me. And I said, no, you played one-on-two it wasn't two are, on are, two are, with are, you, me. are you saying could I play three on three with NBA guys? Yes. Can you play with yeah. the ex NBA yeah. guys a three on three? Yeah, but you equated what we just did basically to the three on three. It is what New was saying. Well, no, yeah, yeah. I said, could I play at that level three on three with intensity like that? I wouldn't want to do that. I would probably get hurt. Hmm. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, I'm just grown asking because a grown ass man. I ain't no. What, what are you, a kid? No, I'm not. I just haven't. I don't train like that. These, yo, these three. See now, these three and three cats. They be training, man. They're training. I, I got. It ain't I, just I, like I'm they a, come I'm out of retirement. You. I think, I'm a sponsor. You. I think you should do it. Nah, pass. Magic Johnson made some interesting comments about the Lakers. Is he right? And I think Jay's question stands throughout this show. What, what do you think about LeBron's decision in the final play of the game? Season on the line, I mean, backs against the wall, oh, down 0-3 oh, uh, in the series and need a bucket to at least force overtime. AD open, LeBron, instead of kicking, drives into the teeth of the defense and comes up just short, has the shot blocked. And then we're going to get into Magic's comments. 888-SAY-ESPN-KJM. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! 
Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, are presented by Progressive Insurance. LeBron James, four seconds left. Poor play designed by Darvin Ham. LeBron drives to the paint and is kind of ridden there by Jamal Murray with his hand on the ball, and then Aaron Gordon in front of him leaps and blocks the shot, and the Joker was waiting under the basket anyway. And Jay brings up the question. As much as LeBron, his whole career, has done exactly the right basketball thing and has sometimes been criticized for it. Hey, LeBron, be, be a little more like Kobe. Don't do the perfect basketball thing. Do the winning thing in that moment, which is in, uh, assert yourself, impose yourself, and score. But in that moment, he did what a lot of people have asked him to do in the past. But was it the right thing to do in that moment with AD yeah, open? Yeah, it, right, it was the right thing to do. Yeah. But before we get back to the right thing to do, Pat? Costello, you live in misery from Philadelphia, hey, so you hey, used to hey. you used to that song. You 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 didn't understand the rejoin there, Jay. No, hey, I heard hey, it. Hey, goodbye. Yeah, See, I he heard thinks it. He's slick. Yeah, they're tweaking you. They think they slick. Nah, you're not, nah, nah, you're not nah. slick. With Philadelphia 76ers stay nine nine nine. The Eagles too nine nine nine. So the Lakers got one. Okay, so now what? Key, you've been you've been really petty the last couple of days. You got an Alan Hahn. For the Knicks, it's just him making his assessment of AD, you got on him about the Knicks, and now you're really getting on Pat about his Philly teams. Because they think they slick. Goodbye. <laughs> scandalous. Big Y'all kid, so scandalous. <laughs> they, they, they Pat's scandalous. like, yo, play that, John. I'm like, fine. Yeah, that's that, that but fine. you know what, son? That's the worst thing if you've ever been in J-Hass, if you've ever been in a competition. And you've heard that song play oh, when it's over it's with. Oh, it's the worst. Not good. Oh, man. Key, they were playing. You know, I know AU games, they were playing after AU games, like stadiums they were playing. I'm like, man, if y'all don't shut up. Oh, man, it's the worst when you lose and they, they give you this right here. But LeBron made the right play, man, which is I'm going to do this by myself. He made the right play. I'm going to do it by myself. You're and, down 0-3. You You're probably you know, going to lose anyway. It, Game's on the line. You, 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 it's not going to be because you passed up the shot. But, but Key still, not a poorly designed play. He made the right, he made play, the right no, shot. He made the right so, shot. Did he, though, so, into the teeth so, yeah. of the defense? Yeah, so, because yeah, yeah, so, the teeth of the defense wasn't there in the beginning. He so, went, no, they, actually, actually, Key, uh, go I'm going to push back. It was. So yeah. I'm just going to Everybody, a quick design play right here so people on radio can hear me, okay? On ESPNU right now. It's literally you have – AD that comes down for a screen, right? But AD kind of just floats off to, towards the right corner of the floor. So now you have Dennis Schroeder, who's on the left side, left corner of the floor, where the ball is being inbounded with Austin Reeves, who's probably about you know 35 feet above him on the sideline. You have a pin down from Rui at the top of the key for LeBron James. As you watch, when LeBron James catches the ball at the top of the key, you see his face literally look up, Okay. As he looks, his face looks up. He sees Jamal Murray right there. Jamal Murray has officially left Rui, who is literally going down towards Jokic, who's standing underneath the rim, who's not even guarding AD on the right side of the floor. So LeBron sees him, and LeBron also feels Aaron Gordon on his right hip. 
So when he takes his first dribble, he sees that AD is there. His actually first dribble is a little bit slower, but he takes the first dribble. And Key, when he decides to take that second dribble, he's known that Jamal Murray's already there. So he's made up in his mind that he's going to bulldoze yes. and try to go through Jamal Murray. He does have a moment where if he decides one dribble to pick it up, skip pass, AD is right there. But like Key, like you, I am okay with him trying to bulldoze through Jamal Murray at this stage of his career. Like, screw that. Like, you take the last shot. But some people could argue that AD was why, which he was, open for a skip pass. But I'm okay with the shot. But how you gonna skip pass it? How you gonna skip pass it, Jay? If you facing the basket and you got uh, Murray in front of you, and then you got who was that? Gordon, kind of on your on your back shoulder. How you gonna skip pass it? Because like you gonna have to turn around in the air. Yes, it's called it's called a jump stop off two feet, elevate, skip pass. Jay. And, and one thing I just always know, Key, as, as, a, as a basketball player, as a guard, yeah. like the one thing I, I, I can see situations well, that's why I'm so easily. because I wasn't a guard. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Like, like personnel, when I see I'm getting – when I see I have a guy, I feel a guy on my right shoulder, but I see a guy I'm driving the ball to, I already see the guy guarding all three of on the sideline out of bounds, and I see Dennis Schroeder being guarded in the corner that I'm driving the ball to. I know there's four defenders. Now I know automatically I have Jokic, right, who's underneath yeah. the basket. I know I have a player weak side. All right, look. I know the, it. the other thing is that LeBron, if you watch closely, the video replay closely, even with Murray on him, even coming into defenders, he was going to will it. He was going to get it up. And I think partly, not just the age, but, but you know, when you have an injury to the lower extremity, you don't ha- and then Aaron Gordon skied to block the shot. If it's not Aaron Gordon, a guy who can jump like that in front of him, or if LeBron was healthy or both, maybe he ties the game up right there. Maybe it's an and one, you know, but it wasn't. He he, he was a a young physical player, you know, an athletic player, you know, made the play. If if Murray wasn't there, Gordon wasn't going to be able to block it. Because he right, was out sure, of position. Sure. I agree with you. Sure. Murray, yeah, he's actually, out of position. It's, on, it's yeah. on the gather. Murray, like, you know, typically when you drive, you gather the ball with two hands. On the gather, that's when Murray came down on the play. Murray's the reason why they won that game at the end. Like, Lake, Magic tweeted, Laker Nation, it's a couple of things we now know. We have the right coach, Darvin Ham. Do they have the right coach? Two superstars in LeBron and Anthony Davis. Do they? Is AD a superstar? And emerging stars in Austin Reeves and Rui Hachimura. I, I like Reeves and Hachimura. Are they stars? And do they even have them? They're restricted free agents? Well, Hopefully Rob Palinka will have an outstanding that. offseason and build on this playoff run. Coming up, where are we with that tweet? And how impressed should we be with Jokic and the, uh, with Jokic, with jo- what Jokic and the Nuggets? My guy, the Joker. Jay, I don't know why you're so down on him on the all-time list. The Joker and the Nuggets did to the Lakers. 888-SAY-ESPN-KJM. I want that list when we come back. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com.
For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. Keyshawn, J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, joined now by Monica McNutt. What's going on, Monica? Hi, Max. Hi, guys. What a good little cut to come into. Who picked this? Yates? Love this one. I love this song. Come on now. Look at you. Okay, looking, okay. Looking okay. all ready for springtime. Listen, bring it. Had a good uh, so fresh and so clean. workout yesterday. Arms yeah. feeling good. There you go. Um, you know, What's you heard- up, Monica? Hi, Key. What's up, Mon? <laughs> Hi, Jay. You heard the um, sound coming in. LeBron talked about it's frustrating because they were in every game, right? Like they they were they were in every game, but not in the series mm-hmm. in a weird way. Were, were you? What was your reaction to them being swept, though? The Lakers being swept. The Nuggets are really good. It's my first reaction, honestly. And I know that the Lakers drive conversations, and that conversation or that com- conversation starter is always going to be the Lakers' end. But like the Nuggets are really good, y'all. Like one through eight. Nine, ten. I mean, they got production. They had a deep roster. They've got versatile guys. They play both sides of the basketball. Like, the Nuggets are really, really good. And for as inspiring, if we want to use that word, the Lakers were post-trade deadline with this new roster, um, it still had some holes. And I don't think that they should be hanging their head in terms of what they did in this season total- season's totality, considering where it started. They got to the conference finals. That is impressive considering where it started, but the Nuggets are really, really good. Yeah. See, Mark, I was with you. I, I said the season was a success overall, thinking about – and there's still moves and things, but the Lakers are exponentially closer to winning a championship than what they were three and a half, four months ago. Mm-hmm. No doubt about it. What do, you, what do you make about LeBron? He never mentioned the word retire, but actually just having time to think about basketball. Honestly, Jay, my first reaction was, are you not entertained? Like, I watched House Party on a flight over the weekend. Uh, (laughs) Pretty hysterical. Um, And LeBron knows, we know, and he knows how to use that dais to put pressure on the Lakers, right? I think the biggest thing to me that came out of that conversation is that he's not interested in just getting to conference finals. And so it's back on Rob. And he even said it at one point. I can't remember who asked the question. Um, they were talking about the continuity of this roster moving forward, and he is literally sitting on the desk going through who, to his knowledge, is under contract long term. It's basically him, AD, and I forget the gentleman's name that's sort of uh, a bench guy. So, like, the roster could look different, but I think to me, bigger than I got to think about coming back, which is fair. It's 20 years in, year 38, a taxing conference finals run. I, I will give him the space to do that. But the bigger soundbite to me was I'm not interested in just getting to conference finals. And so, again, Pressure on you, Lakers. How do we improve so that I'm in a position to play basketball in a meaningful way, which matters to me? I pass it to you, Jay. Go. <laughs> well, right? So what do, you th- what do you think that is with, Monica? Like, if we're moving forward, th- I said earlier, I'm not saying I would do anything at all. I'm not saying I would trade him. I would entertain or just take calls on AD, though. I would just take calls. I would listen. Not saying I'm going to do anything. But you do have pieces like Rui, Austin Reeves, who has a new contract coming up. The one thing it feels like this team is missing is a dynamic playmaker, a scorer. The name Kyrie Irving just keeps floating around my head, Monica. He's been to – I've seen him say 
courtside at two games, like could that be a sign and trade with you know a, a team like the Dallas Mavericks for a guy like Kyrie Irving? What do you see? Well, I had the privilege of sitting with our guys that are in the weeds of all this over on, across the studio on Get Up, and Wendy and Zach Lowe also pointed out that. Fred VanVleet is a name that comes up, right? And that when you really look at it, the money in terms of what the Lakers can offer Kyrie is going to be far less than the max that he wanted that caused him to leave Brooklyn. Um, but really, it's kind of this idea of the money or Rui Hachimura, which if you can get a guy like Kyrie, listen, I know folks have the sentiment buyer beware and there's a lot of off-the-court stuff, but and maybe I'm naive he to believe. He won it with LeBron, Monica. He won it with LeBron. Maybe, and maybe I'm naive to believe that there's something a little bit different about these two reuniting because Kyrie now has had ample opportunity in multiple cities to understand just how heavy the crown is in terms of heavy is the head that wears the crown, right? And so I, I am I, – I candidly – I'm with that. I think that there's something about these two potentially that would be unique. If you can keep, Jay, if you can keep AD, Kyrie, and Braun together, it's L.A. It's playing with Braun. We really don't think they can fill out the rest of that roster to make it serviceable to get back into a position in a West where I guess the perceived dominant team right now would be the Nuggets who's, who look to stand pat. And if you buy that, the Kings are ready to take some sort of leap. But other than that, it's not as if – they could not be one of the upper echelon teams in the West if you have those three guys. I love Austin Reeves and Hachimura, especially Austin Reeves, man. That dude, he was a, he was but, a but come on, man. Come on. Like, let's, let's no get realistic. Right? I mean, yeah. it's not disrespectful. It's also, just in terms of what a, a LeBron AD combo needs, Kyrie is exactly it in terms of the style of play. All right, Monica, what about – let's get back to the Joker for a second. You know, in the bubble – they, he did not play up to his normal level uh, against the Lakers after they'd come back on the Clippers, the Nuggets, mm-hmm. right? But then he got better than that after the bubble. Mm-hmm. But the rest of the team was hurt. Mm-hmm. And the whole question was, how good could this team be in if these playoffs healthy? healthy? Yep. Could Jokic stay his MVP self? And could Jamal Murray repeat that clutch playoff performance? And man, the answer is yes. Mm-hmm. Like, can, can these guys be stopped? I am having a hard time figuring it out, right? And, like, on the East, you bet against Jimmy Butler since Giannis came back to play, right? And we've all been proven wrong. Um, But I just look at this looming matchup, potentially. And, matter of fact, let's just go. Maybe it is. Maybe Celtics do come back, right? Like, who knows? Uh, Right. Unlikely. But just in terms of stopping Denver – you got to be able to stop that dude right there, and that would be Nikola Jokic in my mind. And I don't know who, as a defender, is not even skilled enough to stop him flat out, but to slow him or disrupt him significantly enough to disrupt what the Nuggets do. He's just so versatile. He keeps you on, off balance. Uh, he's a mismatch nightmare if you want to go there. Like, pick your poison, facilitator or playmaker. Oh, by the way, he's going to kill you on the glass. Like, got a six-foot-ten guy who could shoot the lights right? out. Like, not- hey, Monica, what about this? Do you know who, what player I'm describing? The only player in the history of the conference finals to average 30 points on 50, 40, 90? One of the old heads, I think. No. Who? Jamal Murray just did it. Oh, that's his crime partner. That's yeah. that's the dude. Like he's running with a guy right now that just did that. Yeah, yo, yeah. Yo, Monica, can I can I uh, if, when Miami completes the deal against Boston, mm-hmm. the matchups aren't. I mean, they're pretty dope because Jimmy's going to take Jamal. That's going to be perfect. Come on, let's go here, Jay. Come on, keep going. And, and, and then Bam is going to have the. 
I'm not saying Bam is going to be able to handle the physicality of Jokic, but I do trust in some of the schemes that Eric Spolster will try to draw up around it. There is more firepower, I think, by Denver. But, like, once again, like, I don't know. Like, that's a it's a better matchup than I think the Lakers actually had as a release of a matchup because the pieces are interchangeable. Michael Porter don't really dominate you like that on the board. He shoots threes. Mm-hmm. KCP's a good defender, but he roams on a perimeter. And between Gabe Vincent and Max Strews and Kyle Lowry, you know, the matchups actually are – it sets up for a great so, NBA final. All right, so Jay, let's do this because I'm also wildly disappointed at the amount of the conversation about how nobody will watch Miami Denver. I'm with you, Jay. Like I'm like, okay, let's get it. I got you on those three, right? Or let's just go with Jimmy and Bam being versatile. To me, the outliers that favor the Nuggets are going to be Aaron Gordon, and when I look at that bench unit, it's going to be Bruce Brown and Jeff Green. Yep. Because to me, as good as the Heat have been. They start getting into their bench, and Kyle Lowry's been really good with that second unit, but it's kind of the Kyle Lowry show. So now you put Kyle Lowry and Bruce Brown, like while Kyle is one of the most savviest defenders and comes up with charges and blocks and deflections and the whole bit, like that to me is going to be a little bit more of a taxing matchup than anything he had to deal with, um, than, any, than what he's had to deal with, quite frankly, since the, in the Celtics series. And then I look at the second unit guys that he kind of runs with, like Cody Zeller, you know, and uh, – so to me, Gordon how about, Green. How about Tyler Bruce Hero Brown. if he comes back? Oh, that's a good point. I, what what kind of conditioning is he in? I guess he's got a, a arm upper body injury, so he should have been running and been in shape. He better be. I mean, with yeah. with their whole body fat thing they got going on in Miami, he, I, I guarantee you he's been running. Um, that that could be interesting, but I, I do wonder. There's something to be said for the rhythm of the playoffs, right? Like you jump back in in the finals. Wow, go go go, Tyler. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I, so I still have Denver favorite. I'm with you though. I'm just saying the matchups. I, it's uh, it's it's different. I don't know. It's a, it's a different feel than what Denver has had to play against. I just think, though, I think AD played really well defensively throughout the playoffs and in this series. And I think what we saw that maybe we hadn't had a chance to really digest during the regular season is just how difficult it is to cover Nikola Jokic. Bam, to me, has not gotten the credit that he deserves since, like, game five of the Knicks series. He's been terrific, right? But I still think... Again, the way Jokic plays in terms of keeping folks off balance, and perhaps Bam crushes Jokic at the rim, right? Maybe that's the counter. Um, but I just think that's a whole lot of movement movement and attentiveness. I'm excited. I'm with you. Spoke will coach up some great things, though. And the Joker's game is also facilitating. Yeah. Like, you can't really shut that down. There's, he does too many things to shut it all mm-hmm. down. Monica, before we let you go quickly, we were talking about it earlier. Jimmy Butler would have an enormous amount to gain if they win the finals because presumably he'd be finals MVP. He would have upset the odds again, and I think there'd be – he'd be the best player in basketball. You could, you could lose me with everybody. That's the best okay. player. If that dude does that, I don't care what his reputation – that's the best player in basketball. Okay. A huge amount to gain, right? Uh-huh. He's not really thought of that way. But if Joker wins finals MVP, he's already won, won two MVPs, almost won three in a row – he goes to all-time level, right? Like, where is he on the all-time? Who has more to gain, the Joker or Jimmy Butler? Mm. Like, why can't we just enjoy sports? Um, I, think, I think Jimmy has more to gain because this year, to me, this outcome came out of nowhere. Like, this team was not good during the regular season. They lost their first playing game. I think that this Nuggets core is going to be its core for a little bit of time. Thank you, Monica McNutt. Magic tweeted some of his thoughts. Is he right, KJM? We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. 
You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. I love them, Magic love Johnson baby. tweeted, Laker Nation, it's a couple of things we know. We have the right coach with Darvin Ham. But do, doesn't Laker Nation know that? Two superstars in LeBron and Anthony Davis. Are, are we sure Anthony Davis is a superstar still? And emerging stars in Austin Reeves and Rui Hachimura. Really? Are they stars? They're nice players, but stars? And by the way, do you know that the Lakers have them? They're both restricted free agents. Hopefully, Rob Palinka will have an outstanding offseason and build on this playoff run. Jay Key, what do you think? Go, Key. That's your squad. No, man, go, Jay. You go. Dribble. <laughs> um, look, AD is a superstar. Is he a superstar that you would want in big minutes? He's still defensively, he's one to none. He's very special defensively. Offensively, there are times where it could be frustrating watching him play. Like I said, I would take calls for Anthony Davis, but the probability of me trading Anthony Davis are very, 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 very slim. Extremely slim. You you still want him. I, and the frustrating thing is you get back into this thing, Max, where you say each offseason, okay, we need you to keep working on your body and keep getting better. But at some point, like, when is that actually going to happen? The thought of having Damian Lillard <laughs> or, you know, the thought of having some other guard that can be a playmaker for you is so, in, is so intriguing to me because that's the one piece that you feel like they're missing like another dynamic guard that can score. I do think Darvin Ham could be a world championship-like coach. I do like a lot of their ancillary pieces in Rui and Austin Reeves, which have been great as a find. I just think they're a, a, a playmaker away from getting their next level. And Fred Van Bleek could be that playmaker. Yeah. And, and, and here's what I would say starting off with, with Darwin Ham. He's better than Joe Mazzula. They both in their first year as coaches. One was there, obviously, the whole way in training camp as the head coach. The other wasn't. But his, he, he certainly shown that he can get a team to the Western Conference Finals. And the team was different than when he started the season, different than the Celtics. You, you erase that, get rid of that. Now you talk about superstars. LeBron James, obviously, is, is a superstar. And Anthony Davis is a superstar, a superstar when he's healthy and he's able to play. He's a superstar. Yes, has he given some head-scratching moments that, that make you want to throw your drink at the television? Absolutely, but there's a lot of athletes that do that. And then in terms of Austin Reed and, and, and Rui, 
Yeah, they're emerging superstars. Magic Johnson is 100% correct. It's Magic Johnson that's talking here. So I'm not going to go against what he's saying. He says those four people are key cogs to them being able to return back to a championship. Now, we got to figure out the other piece, right, Jay? You said they need the guard piece. Is the guard piece Kyrie Irving? I know that the conversation is money and what's it going to be and all. They'll figure it out. They're going to figure that out. However they figure it out, it'll get figured out. They're not going to just ignore it. I mean, you could tell that they went out and changed things up this past year, making trades when they needed to, getting rid of things off the books to bring in players. So I'm I'm 100% confident that Rob Palenka, Jay, will go back to the drawing board with Jeannie Buss and Kurt Rambis and the rest of whoever is in the front office to figure out how to get Kyrie landed in Los Angeles. Kyrie wants to be in L.A. He wants to be in yeah, Los and if Angeles. If there's a will, there's a way. I mean, right, you know, Jay? Yeah, he wants to be in L.A. I, I just, I, you know, it's funny. A guy who's my mentor, I brought him on the show before, Charlie Grantham and I, who ran the Players Union a while before Billy Hunter. We have a lot of conversations about guys and their personality traits and, and what franchises or what players do they need to be around that can best make an environment conducive for them to ultimately reach their their optimal level. Absolutely. And we were talking about, you know, wherever Kyrie makes this decision, he has to buy in. Like, and I, I think he's bought into what they're doing in Dallas. But I would even say if that is with the Lakers, having LeBron, AD, in a franchise, like his contract guarantees should reflect his commitment, like which I think there, there is there for him. Like, I, I, I think that relationship between where they were and where they are now with what they both experienced uh, – together and individually ultimately does set up for like Kyrie is like the missing piece of that triangle with AD and LeBron. Because he can shoot. He's dynamic off the ball handling, Max, you know what I mean, with AD, which LeBron can make the shot. Also, when LeBron and AD are involved in ball screens, you can run it towards his side because he could be a catch-and-shoot player. Like, all of his pieces fit right into what they're missing. It's like the perfect trio, really, when you talk about styles. By the way, I want to go over that Magic Johnson tweet quickly before we get out of here. I don't know if the Lakers have the right coach. I think Darvin Ham is promising, right? But there, there are things that can be improved. You could say that about anybody. So let's, let's say that's a check. They have the right coach. Two superstars in LeBron and Anthony Davis. I think Anthony Davis is an all-star plus. I wouldn't say superstar. A, a superstar to me is you're an MVP caliber player, and AD is something a little less than that. Emerging stars in Austin Reeves and Rui Hachimura? Absolutely not. Neither one is an emerging star. They're both good players, but neither one's an all-star type player. And, and by the way, the Lakers may or may not still have them. We'll see. So I do think Rob Palinka can have a really good offseason, and they could build on it. Um, so you just completely saying Magic don't know what the hell he's talking no, about. No, stop that. I love Magic Johnson. I just disagree with a few of the things he's – I think he has uh, Lakers colored glasses on. Let's put it that way. He sees through these glass oh, lenses, God. and everything stop. is purple and gold. Well, that's okay. It's what you want from Magic Johnson. Do we believe, do we actually believe that LeBron James is really considering retirement? Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.